How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 46 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and today we are going to talk about baseball? Maybe? Uh, probably not. But maybe? No, probably not. Um, and then we're also going to talk about um, a comic book that I've been reading. It's fantastic. And also, WrestleMania starts today. So uh, hopefully you read, you uh, listen to this in the next uh, four hours. And uh, yeah, you, you can get some in today, which is Saturday. You can get some in tomorrow, which is Sunday. They're spreading it over two days. So uh, WrestleMania talk. Uh, I'm going to try and fit all of WrestleMania talk into one segment, the second segment. So uh, stay tuned for that if you like wrestling or if you're a last wrestling fan. And uh, you would like to watch something because you're bored of watching Tiger King on Netflix. Uh, they do have uh, memberships or subscriptions to the uh, WWE Network. And for the first 30 days, it's free. So you can watch WrestleMania for free if you would like to. Uh, it's none of that pay-per-view stuff anymore. Um, I mean, you could still do that too. But if you have the network, you're fine. Uh, and you could just... Tune in. So there's that. Uh, follow us on social media at Locked On A's on both Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. And if you have mailbag questions, LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So uh, baseball. Ken Rosenthal's reporting that uh, Major League Baseball's considering playing baseball games at a spring training facility. Most likely Arizona because everything's closer. Um, whereas in Florida, all the ballparks are like 45 minutes away from each other. If you've been to spring training in Arizona, you know they're all 10 minutes away from each other. It's fantastic. So you could you know, uh, keep everybody closer and more contained, and it's easier to have a self-contained environment for playing baseball and keeping the players safe from uh, COVID-19 and all that stuff. Um, he did also mention that there are obvious drawbacks to this. Um, this is a thought that I had had before. I was like, why don't they just play it at, you know, in Arizona where, you know, you just have 30 teams and you put them up in hotels and whatnot. Half the teams have facilities and, you know, residences there. The other ones just put in hotels that helps the, uh, Arizona economy, which took a little bit of a hit because they had to cancel the last two weeks of spring training, which is big money making for them. Uh, just play them without fans. Just do that, which is mostly what they were saying. But, uh, they did also have drawbacks, which I was like, Oh, drawbacks. Um, drawbacks being that in order to do this, you would have to likely use resources from the community, like, uh, doctors and nurses, um, and, you know, uh, police officers, stuff like that to make everything work properly. Uh, cause there's not much margin for error in, uh, in this scenario. Cause if one player gets coronavirus, season shut down again. So, uh, y you got to make sure that that doesn't happen. And, you know, there'd be travel it traveling and all that stuff the one uh scenario they brought up which i was like oh that's that's a terrible scenario um for baseball playing purposes not in the grand case of everything but uh say that you know you have one of the teams at the hotel and a hotel employee goes home gets infected with coronavirus comes back to the hotel to work because you know they're a carrier they don't know it um which is how this is you know spreading and that's why we stay at home folks um, so they, they bring it back to the hotel, they infect a player and then you got to shut the season down because, you know, there's one person, all it takes is one person to infect a bunch of people. And, uh, so there's not really a way around that because you're going to need the staff to work, obviously. And, uh, you can't really contain what they do, uh, necessarily 
because uh i mean baseball can do what they do because there's unions and everything like that but uh i i don't think that you can do that for hotel employees because they're not servants they they have their own lives and uh i mean sure they're supposed to stay at home and everything but like uh my wife she's an essential employee uh i am not essential so i get to stay at home for the next month um and you know i go out for you know groceries and stuff like little things and then come home and stay indoors it's been great uh lots of mlb the show being played this week um but my wife is a grocery store employee and she's interacting with lots of people and she could easily bring it home and you know i could get it without really leaving the house so that is something that they have to you know be conscious of obviously um and you know if there is a hotel employee that was also married to or seeing somebody or living with somebody who was an essential employee that's working with the public and all that stuff. That's how, you know, they could get infected and all that stuff. Um, my wife's being very good. She sent me a picture just now of her wearing a mask. So I feel safe. We're doing okay. Um, so yeah, that there, there's little things that could go very wrong with this whole proposal. What I like to see, you know, tried or, you know, see if they could uh, think about ways that it could be instituted a little bit further. Yes, obviously. I would love to watch baseball. It'd be a nice little reprieve for, I think, all of us. But at the same time, we have to do what's best for the players and the communities that, you know, these games would be played in. So if we have to wait until August for baseball, we have to wait until August for baseball. Really nothing we can do about that. Um, I think that, you know, what's most concerning to us in the immediate future is how quickly uh, we can start going back to work and, you know, making money and stuff, um, because that's how we get the economy back. I don't care about the economy. I care about, you know, personal finances. And if we're all doing well, then the economy is fine. So that's where that comes in. Um, yeah, if the economy is great, but I'm, you know, out of a job, that doesn't help me at all. So we all just want to go back to work, I think. And I don't know the specifics of this, but um, I know that each team has their own team doctors. So maybe that's a way that they could, you know, help without uh, taking resources from the communities and, you know, using doctors and nurses for all 30 teams. Each team already has theirs. So maybe they could do it somehow that way and, you know, do temperature taking to make sure that everybody's doing okay. It'd be the, if somebody's running a temperature or something like that and they need to quarantine them to, you know, for further testing, I think that's where it would get tricky for the players. Um, cause I don't know that facilities are equipped for that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, that's basically what Ken Rosenthal and, uh, Evan Drellick of the athletic, uh, were reporting on last night. So Maybe there's going to be baseball. Probably not. But uh, hey, hope. Yay. Uh, real quick before we go to break, uh, I've been reading this comic book that came out, I don't know, three years ago. It's called Old Man Logan. It's uh, it's interesting. I like reading comic books with characters that I'm already familiar with because then I don't have to learn a bunch of stuff and be like, where am I starting here? I can just kind of like jump into a story and be like, okay, I don't need to read the other 40 years. I can just start right here. So that's fun. Uh, basically the synopsis of this, I'm like 10 issues in right now. It's on Marvel Unlimited if you have that. Um, it's like 60 bucks a year or something like that, and you get pretty much all of the Marvel uh, that you could think of. So that's nice. Uh, it, mostly I don't, I haven't read a ton of comic books in the past, so I can't think of that many comic books. So I just read the new stuff and, you know, go from there. So basically the plug for this would be uh, villains have all united. 
and they uh, basically murdered all of the heroes. So that's terrible. It's a dystopian future kind of thing. Um, and this is, so then 30 years have passed and Wolverine has started a new life in a kind of Mad Max style dystopia. And, uh, I think they, what do they call it? Like the Badlands or something, you know, something like that. Um, and his family, he starts a family and then, uh, they're murdered because dystopia and, uh, they, they were murdered by Bruce Banner's punk looking kids and not like you rabble rousers punks. But, you know, like actual punk kids that listen to punk music. and But they were green. So that's how you could tell they were Bruce Banners. So they were murdered by Hulk's kids after Hulk turned evil. Uh, that's part of the story. I'm like, oh, I don't remember that. Is, is this just something that they're saying? Or did this, like, happen? So I'm unclear. But it's not really crucial to the storyline. So uh, Logan, Wolverine, he wakes up in the past with a chance to stop all of this from happening. But he's older. His healing factor is slowing, and this isn't his past. So uh, it's been fun. I'm enjoying seeing where this is going. Um, I think there's like 50 issues, and I'm 20% of the way through after two days. So, And then it'll go into Dead Man Logan, and I think I know how that one ends. So uh, yeah, that's that. Here's some ads. From an early morning breakfast burrito to a 12-pack of beers while you watch the game, ha, there's no sports. Sometimes you just need what you need delivered fast, and that's where Postmates comes in. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food, and that's why I love Postmates. They deliver food from every restaurant I can think of right to my door. I can think of like two restaurants, and they're both on Postmates, so it's work it works out perfectly. But Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make life easier with grocery delivery and whatever I can think of delivery, too. Convenience stores, clothing stores, you name it. That's two stores. We're going for twos here, apparently. Uh, what other stores are? Hardware stores. Try that one. I I'm not actually sure if hardware stores are on there, but give it a shot. Uh, so no more trips to the store. All three of them. We're super creative here. Uh, no more late night, late night fast food runs. I don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore because it gets delivered to me through Postmates. Just download the Postmates app on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. LOCKEDON. Uh, for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you want it, Postmate it. Do you hate stepping on scale? Maybe it's because you haven't found the right one. A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale, and they are still the best. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale 2020. If you're looking to lose weight, willpower is key, but so is having the right tools. Withings smart scales are known for durability and exceptional user-friendly design. Step on and data from every weigh-in syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of smart scales don't have the Wi-Fi option, and it means you need to have your phone on you. But with Withings Body Plus, it gives you weight, full body composition, weight trend, and even a local weather report. 
The scale can support up to eight users and even know who is who. So here's the deal. You get 25% off a Withings Body Plus right now at withings.com for a very limited time. Go to withings.com, W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com backslash M-L-B to get 25% off a Body Plus body composition scale. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com backslash M-L-B to get 25% off a Body Plus body composition scale. All right, let's talk about WrestleMania. That is today and tomorrow. Um, I'm going to be honest. Since uh, they started doing shows without crowds, I have not been watching, um, at least WWE. I've been watching AEW Dynamite, partially because I think I like the program a little bit more because it's only two hours once a week as opposed to three hours, two hours, two hours. There's so much more WWE to keep track of. So uh, I'm like, oh, I can watch this. And their crowdless shows have been very entertaining as well. Whereas from when I've tuned in to WWE with the crowdless shows, it's been like video package, video package. I'm like, I don't want to see that. That's boring to me. I want to see, you know, I know that I'm rooting against social distancing, but uh, I want to see people like touch like a little bit. It's fun. I'm like, Ooh, I remember that. Um, anyways, so WrestleMania has already been recorded. It's pre-recorded, which is interesting. And it's going to be at the performance center where they do the NXT shows. So it's a much smaller venue than we're used to. There's going to be nobody in the audience. Uh, it's going to be interesting and there's going to be so much post-production. Oh my God, I can't wait. So, uh, with that in mind, there are a couple of matches with the post-production that I am very excited about, and that is uh, The Fiend versus... Uh, that's Bray Wyatt, The Fiend. He's a newish character if you've lapsed, but uh, he's evil. Um, he's facing John Cena, who's coming back from filming movies, and they're going to have a fire, Firefly Funhouse match. Uh, nobody knows what the fuck that means, so this should be a bonkers produced match the match itself will be entertaining uh i'm basically hoping that they don't put like worms or snakes or whatever on the ring like they did with uh bray wyatt and randy orton years back because uh, that was just gross um but i'm hoping that they do more of like a peewee's playhouse fun thing with like colors and doors and i don't know uh uh, streamers, I don't know. It, it's going to be weird, and I'm really looking forward to it. Because uh, it should be entertaining, because Bray Wyatt has a lot of cool ideas. And uh, if they let him, you know, go a little bit, this could be a, just a very well-produced match. So uh, that should be fun. The other one is that I'm, from a production standpoint, is The Undertaker and AJ Styles. There's probably going to be some sort of a legend surprise with, you know... Uh, Triple H coming out or, you know, somebody coming out in support of The Undertaker because um, AJ Styles has his two jabronis, as my wife likes to call them. They're like, oh, look, his jabronis. Uh, that's what she calls uh, enforcers, apparently. It's fun. Anyways, um, but The Undertaker at WrestleMania, he hasn't had, like, a good-looking match in a while. And I haven't watched the Saudi Arabia shows because uh, I don't want to. Um, so... Maybe those have looked better, but he's just looked a little bit older, like the last five, six years. It's been a while. The last one I remember enjoying, and it might have been because I was a CM Punk mark at the time, was uh, 
the CM Punk Undertaker match. He looked good. He was moving around, but since then, he's just not looked great. Like he has a concussion or something, like immediately every match. And uh, I, I hope that uh, with some production value in this one, they can edit out some of that stuff and make him look good. And it'll be an entertaining match because AJ Styles does good work and all that. And maybe they tell a good story, too. I'm just going to run through some of these other matches real quick just to get them through. Uh, got Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan. It should be a solid match and uh, should be some interesting shenanigans that happen with uh, Cesaro and Nakamura. Um, I, I like everybody in this match. Uh, it should be more of a technical match um, with, you know, some goofiness because Sami Zayn is a goofy guy and I enjoy him. Uh, Edge versus Randy Orton. The story from the beginning, from after Russell, or, uh, Royal Rumble, has been actually quite compelling to me. Randy Orton is on top of his game right now. Um, I'm, I'm going to be intrigued to see how this one goes while also worrying so much about Edge because he's coming back from injury. He's been gone for almost a decade. And uh, that that poor guy, he's, what is he, like 46, 47 now? He looks good. But uh, I, I'm going to be worried every time he takes a bump or because they're going to try and, you know, quote, 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 uh, mess with his neck. And uh, that's going to be squeamish. Like when Daniel Bryan came back, and I was like, oh, he, he's taking bumps like he used to. I don't like this. Anyways, uh, then there's the, is it five-way? Five-way. Uh, Bailey versus Sasha Banks versus Lacey Evans versus Naomi versus Tamina. So uh, Naomi and Tamina got no shot. Lacey Evans, maybe. Uh, they're probably putting the belt from Bailey onto Sasha Banks, and they'll feud for a little bit because that's what they always do. Um, I know that people are sour on Bailey. For some reason, I enjoy her a little bit. I think it's because she takes so many bumps. She's just like the ragdoll in every match, and I'm like, she she's like the, uh, if there was an intercontinental championship uh, in the women's division, and she was like in the 90s, where they would give it to like the best wrestler, like the Bret Hart, the Mr. Perfect, she'd be in that realm, I think, because she works her butt off, and I appreciate that, you know, as as a fan. Is she the best talker? No, neither is Sasha Banks. I've heard Sasha Banks say the woman division way too many times. So uh, it's not like talking's either of their expertise. Lacey Evans is a good talker. And uh, she might be a little green to have the belt just yet. But she's she's got some... They've got plans for her for sure. Um, then the one that I am very excited about is... Uh, well, it's Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Um, Rhea Ripley is fantastic. She is a gigantic woman. But not like... She's just fucking ripped, but, and she's got like the, the shaved head on the sides. She's like a punk rocker, but not like how they usually portray punk rockers. She doesn't have tattoos. I don't think, um, she's just a badass and I really enjoy watching her. She's got screamo music with that. She comes out to, and it gets me excited. I really like Rhea Ripley. Charlotte Flair is one of the best in the business of what she does. Um, I'm, I, I know that they're going to try and put as many titles on her as they can, but I don't know if the NXT title counts towards that. So I think I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley on this one because, I mean, really, what are they going to do if Charlotte goes down to NXT? Just have her lose it in a couple of months? That'd be silly and kind of a waste of time. Then we got uh, Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler. Um, I really like both of these women. Uh, Becky Lynch has been on fire for the past year. I'm getting a little tired of her shtick of being the man. Uh, I think that it needs to evolve a little bit more. 
Um, same thing with Shayna Baszler. I really liked her in NXT. She had always put on good matches. Uh, she was kind of like the Brock Lesnar of NXT for me, where she just had the belt, and every time I'd be like, please take the belt off her. Uh, but, you know, she's a solid heel, and I appreciate that. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with her up at the main roster, because it just feels like an NXT, the women's division, uh, if you don't have the title or you're not, you know, facing for the title that week or that month, then uh, then you're not really relevant as much. I know that they have, and they have like a stable of fantastic women down in NXT, and it's hard to be like, oh yeah, well, only a couple of these are going to be showcased, uh, you know, at, at one time. So I, I'm excited that they, you know, promoted her to the main roster and they're going to, I, I want to see what they do with her up there. Whether or not she takes the title right now, I don't know, because they got a bunch of empty arenas to go, oh, the performance center that's empty to go to. And it's, it would be weird to give her a push right now because there's nobody to cheer her or, you know, it's hard to work on it in an empty place, I would imagine. So Becky might retain, but rooting for Shayna, I think. Um, then you got Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre. Uh, coming out of Royal Rumble, I was excited about Drew McIntyre and all that stuff. Um, it, they were giving him the push. He seemed like he was owning his character a little bit better. And it just seemed like he was destined to have the title and all that stuff. It, they, they were doing a good job with him. Uh, they even gave him some catch lines, which I thought was funny. Um, I don't remember what they are because it's been a few weeks, but whatever. Um, but with no crowd there to cheer him on and, you know, all that stuff, it could be a disappointing win. I assume that he's going to win. Or maybe they're just going to keep it on Brock and then they'll do it again at SummerSlam when hopefully we can have crowds again, um, which would be like July or August. I like wrestling. I don't memorize when these shows are. So, oh, well. Um, so it'll be an interesting one to see how that one goes. And, you know, with the post-production stuff, they could have some fun with this one as well. Uh, we'll see. Uh, then finally, there's the Goldberg versus Braun Strowman match. Uh, it was supposed to be Goldberg against Roman Reigns, but Roman Reigns pulled out because uh, he's definitely immunocompromised. Uh, he had, he's had leukemia twice. So, uh, he, he took himself out because he shouldn't be around people right now because he doesn't want to get COVID-19 and die. And apparently wrestling fans are mad about this, which I think is ridiculous. But, uh, I mean, take care of yourself, Roman. I, we're hoping for the best. We'll see you soon. And, uh, all that stuff. But, uh. I'm assuming that Braun Strowman's going to win this match because there's no way in hell that Goldberg's going to be able to jackknife, powerbomb, or, you know, jackhammer. Yeah, jackhammer, that's his finishing move. He's not going to be able to jackhammer Braun Strowman who weighs like 350. So, uh, I mean, unless Braun Strowman's going to go down to one spear, which would be silly, um, or there's interference. or so. I don't know what would happen to make Goldberg win. But I felt like it was supposed to be, you know, like, oh, hey, and now Roman Reigns is the champion. But with him out, maybe Goldberg keeps it until SummerSlam, and then they do their match at SummerSlam. But then you got to have Goldberg around for another few months, which, yay. Because you know what I love? Part-time champions. Oh, man, can we have both of them? Yes, that sounds great. I'm fine with Goldberg coming in and getting a championship and holding it for like two months. I don't need them to have it for half the year because it really just stalls all the storylines because the storylines go through the titles. And if uh, wrestlers aren't there, then there's no storylines going through the titles. 
and then nobody else seems to matter. So, yay. Okay, so I ran through that about as quickly as I could, uh, just to keep us relatively under 25 minutes. Um, all right, so that is it for today. Uh, go out there, enjoy WrestleMania, uh, if that's something that you enjoy. Even if you don't, it's free. Give it a shot. It might be entertaining. Uh, it, it will definitely be entertaining, because there's going to be nobody there, and most of wrestling is crowd work, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, so enjoy the weekend, you guys. Stay indoors, celebrate good times, and I will be back on Monday.